Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another review discussion. I am Alex O'Neill, your host this time, I guess, and joining me, a uh, special guest, very excited to have outside the staff opinion here, uh, Moises Tavares. It's coming in swinging. Hello. That's your Smash Brothers, like, when you arrive. It's Moises Tavares comes in swinging. Yeah, is it is it just because me and Spider-Man are both from New York? Is that it? Yeah. I was thinking more of like a baseball swing, so like I feel like okay, <laughs> gotcha. And why gotcha. I was thinking that, no particular reason. I don't know. I just feel like he'd come in yeah. swinging. Yeah, yeah. I actually hate baseball. Okay, well, see, like that's it's irony. Yeah. In the zombie apocalypse, now your character would use a baseball bat, and then there would be a side quest where you learn about their backstory. And you, mm -hmm. I actually hate baseball, but yeah, my my father tried to get me into it all those I years. I used this but... bat to cave in his zombie head. Actually, he wasn't <laughs> a zombie. <laughs> We've written a beautiful narrative. I feel like that is like Moises to a T. No one even needs to know what other stuff you've done. That's just you. Um, I don't do shit. It doesn't matter. That's not true. I Mo forgot. Can I can I curse here? Yeah, you can. I curse. forgot. You're, you're, you're okay. welcome to. We probably shouldn't for the YouTube video aspect of it, but we can always censor it later. So I'm not worried about it. That's very fair. Um, um, but uh, hi, Moises. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Review Discussions. We haven't done one of these in a while, but we're doing a few kind of back-to-back -back here. We're talking about Metroid Dread. Uh, for folks who are not familiar with you, Moises, you've been kind of grinding lately, doing some cool stuff. So where, where, people, where might people have heard of you or seen your stuff? Uh, people might have heard me in... I, I, I've, I was recently on Waypoint Radio. Um, highlight of my life, right yeah, there. Yeah, dude. Just gonna be honest about it. Um, I get it. You you might have caught me there talking about uh, either Death Loop or Life is Strange. Um, you might have also seen me on Waypoint. Uh, I reviewed a game over there called Incited. Um, but generally, I am a freelancer. Uh, I you might have also seen me in Fanbyte recently, talking about Far Cry Six and my dad. People really didn't get the point of that article and i love it um but yeah you and and at paste where i interned earlier this year when i rejoined games media after a long hiatus yeah nice little break um, yeah yeah and you you've been on ip stuff before in the pre i have been on ip stuff era, yeah so that, i feel like it's it's worthy of like noting kind of like all the new stuff that you've done it's been a while uh, for for any of our stuff, you've probably been on like maybe a stream would be the most recent thing, but yeah, uh, yeah, even still, I didn't get to chat to you then, and now we get to talk about Metroid Dread. I got we got to start here with um, kind of at the top, Moises. What Metroid experience do you have? I have almost no Metroid experience, which is very funny to me because my favorite game is a. Goddamn Metroidvania. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Hollow Knight. Yeah. And it, yeah, I'm, Knight. I'm so excited now that you've played Dread because Dread, obviously, I, I, this is definitely influenced from Hollow Knight, another game that I am also a very large fan of. Uh, yeah. and, and, and it's cool to see it kind of come full circle because I adored Hollow Knight for its Metroidness. And now you kind of get to, to dip your toe into the, the franchise that inspired it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Metroid Dread is the only Metroid game that I have ever finished. Um, I have dipped my toes into the original Metroid. I've dipped my toes into Super Metroid. Um, I have played 
like half an hour of uh, Metroid Prime 3 at wow. my friend's house wow. when I used to visit him uh, pick, mostly baby. to play his video games. Start from the beginning. <laughs> That's what they always say. Yeah, you know, I would really I'd love to, except uh, Nintendo doesn't want to put out the damn remastered trilogy that we all know that they have to make at some point and that they already did for the Wii U, right? That's kind where of. they put out the... But that, yeah. that, that still had the motion controls, so though. There's, yeah. There's still a little bit more work they would have to do. Yeah. So, um, and, and I think that's about it. I've never played Zero Mission or Fusion. Or Samus um, Returns, the, the most recent one. Yeah. Or Samus Returns, because I did not have a DS at the time. Um, I do have a DS now, and after playing Dread, I do kind of feel like going back to uh, Samus Returns. Um, but also, like, I've just been thinking about going back to the very beginning of Metroid anyways, since it's it's like, I think Metroid and Super Metroid at least are on the uh, the Switch Online, like the N- NES Online stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm probably going to go back and start with those. Um, but but yes, basically Metroid Dread is the only Metroid I've actually watched. a newborn babe to the series. Yes, my, my my the only Metroidvania I have ever stuck with is is literally Hollow Knight. Like it's it's <laughs> That's the really, one, I didn't know it's that. the one and only one that I think I've and played like, and beaten until this. By far, like the longest Metroidvania ever made in my book. Oh yeah, I also it's have so like yeah. I think across my my Xbox and my Switch, where I have like varying degrees of files, I probably have like over a hundred hours in Hollow Knight. Yeah, like I think my um, core, like my first playthrough of Hollow Knight, where I did everything, was like a hundred and four hours. Jesus, yeah, I don't even think mine was. My, I think mine was like fifty five hours. I just like hung out one. everywhere. I was yeah, I was yeah. ready, and I died a lot of the boss. <laughs> there are there are hard bosses. I. Some of them a little harder than Metroid Dread bosses. Um, some of them not. I was not expecting the difficulty of the Metroid Dread bosses. Um, they're very good bosses, and we can get into that when that is appropriate. But yeah, um, that's that's kind of my, my history with it's Metroid. It's curious. I, I'm, I'm surprised. You, do you think after playing this, you would play more Metroidvanias? Yes, yes. Okay. I think, I think when I played Hollow Knight, I really specifically fell in love with i guess it's flourishes that it put on like the metroidvania because i I think frankly a lot of what turned me off to metroid games earlier was that and and this is partially technology and it's also partially like style but like they just kind of seemed like ugly games to me okay um i didn't really appreciate the 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 art um and the art in hollow knight is what really drew me in and then it was also a souls kind of game um and then it just became that evolved into the best game ever um and so i think when i finished that game i was looking for more metroidvanias like it and i don't really think that i've found many i know a lot of people have been telling me to play like ender lilies this year um which kind of i guess has like those stylish flourishes but i haven't like made the time for it um and then i've just never played a castlevania game so i i I don't know about you should uh you should find a way to play uh shadow complex 
because uh, don't don't buy it really because should. the guy that wrote it is a piece of shit. Um, but find a way. To <laughs> oh, is he really? Yeah. Uh, Orson Orson Scott Card. It's one of the. Oh, is it him? It's oh, like wow. one of the writer pieces of shit out there. Um, mm-hmm. so so maybe don't buy it, but find a way to play it. It's very good. It, like Metroid Dread does remind me a lot of Shadow Complex because it it does a lot of the same kind of three D tricks. Um, but Shadow yeah. Complex is just way older and way less refined. It, but it's a good Metroidvania. It's very yeah. Cool. I were, I I remember being very interested in Shadow, and I also I feel like Metroidvania was like obviously a known term around then, but I don't think people threw it around as often as much because I remember like reading reviews and seeing like. I don't know, like probably the review on fucking X Play at the time when <laughs> yeah. Shadow Complex came out, and nobody called it a Metroidvania. And now that you're like invoking it in the same conversation, I'm remembering the gameplay, and I'm just like, no, of course that's a fucking Metroidvania. Yeah, back then, they I just heard a lot of Super Metroid comparisons, but I think Metroidvania yeah, maybe yeah. kind of coined more with like the indie rise of Metroidvanias. Yeah, that uh, seems about right. From my experience, I've played every Metroid game. Uh, multiple times i actually replayed all of them this year as well uh out of excitement respect one of my i I would say like favorites less than popular franchise (laughs) franchises like this is like i i always kind of surprise myself at how little i get to talk about metroid but i realize it's just because a lot of people have not played metroid games um yeah yeah apparently yeah it's the world's it's, most beloved unpopular series yeah it, it's it, but it is coming to light like how f- like few people i know have like played some of the metroid games that i know uh yeah. and it's surprising has anybody has anybody at ip really played it uh dread a couple of people have played dread um hmm. and, and how about like the metroid series at large everyone has at least one or two like like quinn's okay. played like super metro or uh, metroid fusion because it was on gba Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott's I think played all of them. Mike's played some of them, uh, and okay. Jared's played at least one. Or at least now Jared's too cool for for Metroid. He's not too cool for Super Metroid, I guess. But <laughs> I think I don't know. Maybe he hasn't. I bet I'll talk to him like tomorrow and be like, "I've never played that game." <laughs> I'll be heartbroken, <laughs> absolutely betrayed, like nobody's business. Um, but yeah, I I replayed them all this year. Um, the one I've played the least is probably. Uh, other M for sure, but I oh my god I yeah I, yeah, I no, always that's forget a game. other that's M. A game. There's a power up from other M in this game, which I appreciate the respect. They, like they're what's just, the power up? The diffusion beam, which is the one that you get from uh, beating Craig. Uh, uh, um, although it's used okay. way better in this game than it was in other M. In other M, it was I mean, basically like just a throwaway power up. Like yeah, your yeah. explosions is bigger now. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I, I've other room sounds like a mess of a game. By it's, the way, it is absolutely. I've, I've, yeah, I've been hearing a lot about it in this last week, while people have been talking about the similarities and the differences, obviously, between this and Dread. And like it, I've I've heard a lot about specifically how the commanding officer would not let Samus use like the heat resistance. Yeah, the various suit. suit. There's a moment in the game like the, everyone knows it because, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And I replayed it recently, and I forgot it. It's like you have to go through like multiple sections of this flame area that the commanding officer tells you to go, and he also tells you that only he can allow you to use certain power ups. That's how you get just about every power up in the game, except for the diffusion beam, which is extremely funny. Like the one new thing that they add, and it's it's just completely <laughs> thrown away. Um, 
And and then you know it, all this is kind of at the end. Samus literally activates like four power ups at the same time. She's like, I'm not going to take your orders anymore. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it's just, so you have to go through many heat rooms and take a lot of damage. And like the the thing is that game is structured in a way so linear that if you go into a hot room, it's like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here yet. And so a lot of people get hung up there because they go there and they think I have to wait until I get the various suit. But no, you just have mm-hmm. to go through two hot rooms and eventually Adam's like, it's hot in there. You should have the various. <laughs> that is incredibly stupid. Oh my God. And, you know, I like, I do believe that there is a, there are kernels of good ideas in that game, especially like mechanically. Like how yeah, I'm sure there is. Yeah, but it is just like it, it is like s- such stark contrast to Dread, where like, and and Dread is a great example of like, I think execution is so important to an actual game, and mm-hmm. and they're perfectly stark comparisons of like poor execution, good ideas maybe executed poorly, and then good ideas executed as well, if not better. Like the execution makes the idea even better than than just the idea alone. Um, so yeah, I, I've mm-hmm. played. I, I've I've got a lot of Metro experience. Um, I would say walking out of this one, in my humble opinion, uh, as I shouldn't have to say, but preface this whole podcast, um, uh, this is definitely the best two D Metroid in my opinion. Mm, okay, I know okay. some people. I like, and I had a conversation with Nabish. Some people are going to show up with pitchforks. I don't care. Um, <laughs> some people are going to disagree. It's fine. Whatever. Um, uh, I, you know, either, you know, to each your own, obviously can't account for taste. Um, but also, uh, you know, more, the more opinions, the merrier. I'm not one of the people that, that thinks otherwise. Um, Nabish and I talked about this recently. That'll be in a, another like a little show, just me kind of gushing about some of the older Metroid games and Metroid as a whole. Um, but it, and it's kind of what we were talking about before we start recording Moises. Super Metroid is just an old game. It's, it's old. It feels old takes like a second and a half to jump after you hit the button in that game doesn't doesn't make sense it's just an old game it's fine that's fine it's okay they by the way h- hate the space jump in this game i i, in, in I the space jump is an acquired taste i i understand i want you to yeah. know the the first game because you know i beat super metroid as a kid the first game where i like years later played was metroid fusion and when i got the space jump i literally like couldn't get out of that room because I didn't know how it worked. Uh, and the yeah. game still doesn't tell you how the space jump works. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, like they've never said, it's just, you could jump multiple times in the air. It's like, okay, I have an idea of what that means, but it's like, no, you gotta, there's a rhythm to it. There's like a delay. You have to wait to come down, then you go back up. And the game never tells you that. Sure but again, like second hat, anyone who's played Metroid before coming into this game wouldn't even think about it. Just like the the, the shootable walls and stuff like it is such a core to the franchise that you it's just inherent at this point. Yeah. Which which that stuff tripped me up a lot in in this game. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what uh what your final count um was in the game. I think I wrapped up about I I did not 100% complete it. Um I think I got somewhere in like the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um and I wrapped up at about 12 hours with Dread. Um, and a lot of that was because at various places, I just had to like shoot walls that I did not know I had to shoot. Yeah. Which, which like that stuff is 
is not really in uh in like Hollow Knight, yeah, which is my only significant experience in the genre. Um, so it was interesting. Like, I've I've seen speedruns because because I'm a huge like GDQ person. I have a I have a GDQ face mask that I just go everywhere <laughs> on in. brand. I love it. Um, yeah, I I love GDQ. I love speedruns. I put them on like while I go to sleep, honestly. Um, and Metroid is a very obviously popular like title to speedrun. Um, and so I know that like it's part of the lineage, but it is interesting how like it almost seems like part of the lineage of mostly just the the actual franchise than it is the genre as a whole. And I, I wonder if that's just like because of the like the portmanteau, like I wonder if that's like the Castlevania part of it, like overwhelming Metroid or like right, like that was that was kind of snuffed out in favor of I guess more like open-ended like labyrinthine like design. Yeah. Um cuz yeah, they they like cuz I'm I'm not going to say that Hollow Knight doesn't have that kind of stuff, but uh it's mostly reserved for like secrets. Like if you were finding grubs, you know, there was a crack in a ceiling that you would barely see and then you could hit it. Um but yeah, it was it was it was very tricky like going into this game sort of knowing the language of it but not so explicitly that like it was it was second nature to me yeah and so and and i think this i think this happens literally because i i restarted the game earlier today to familiarize myself like the beginning and to try a sequence break (laughs) um and so i made it i made it up to Kataris today um and I think maybe right at the beginning of Guitars, if I'm right, like there's a series of walls to your left yeah, that, that you have, have to, to blow up. Yeah. Did not fucking know that. It's, I was like to give you an idea of like how incredible, like, because I, I totally understand. And, and one of the other things I'll say in a second about Super Metroid is it's very similar to a much worse extent. Like, when I got to Gatteris and did that, like, you come in, there's a door to the right, and then the thing to the left, I immediately went left, broke the wall, and went through. Like, didn't yeah. think about it. Like, it is it is programmed into me. I just was like, <laughs> okay. And and it's like, Metroid does that a lot in elevator rooms. Like, elevator rooms are where you should be shooting both sides of the wall the most, probably. Like, and I just know that. I, it's just in my blood. Uh, <laughs> so, like, I, but I get it. And Super Metroid, and the reason, the second reason, other than, like, feels weird it's an older game feel wise is like if you think like the invisible wall stuff in this game is bad like that game is way more obtuse like there is early on in the game one of the things is there are pillars in the ground that will only come up well this is also metroid fusion there are pillars in the ground that will only come up when you morph ball bomb on them and sometimes they're like not in a corner or anything they're just kind of halfway in the room you have to bomb across the floor randomly and eventually a pillar will come up and now you can reach a jump to go up somewhere you know there's no ledge grabbing and uh like climbing into morph ball so like a lot of options mobility wise are not there uh Mm -hmm. so especially like coming from this game to that it would probably feel really weird just because you can't squeeze into tight spaces as easily um so yeah i i i I totally understand and i think like to the game's credit it does put enemies in front of walls that you should shoot a lot it does 
tell you right at the beginning of the game like they're invisible as you need to be shooting them. And in this game versus previous ones, you can reveal what a block is to be destroyed by shooting with a missile. Uh, in most Metroid games before, you'd have to be a power bomb. That's kind of like your or a morph ball bomb. That's like your your reveal stick, basically. Of like, okay. let me morph ball bomb everywhere, every single corner in this to figure out what it is. Now you just shoot it with a missile, like from range, and be like, oh, I need to bomb that or something. Okay, yeah, I was I was kind of curious what you might have thought about how it, n- not even how it laid things out, but how it sort of introduced like the language of of Metroid. Like you you know to instinctually go to the wall rather than the door. Yeah, yeah I I wondered if you felt like the game sort of communicated that better than than previous games did. It it's definitely better than previous games, um, okay. but. It is still a thing that is kind of specific to this range. And it's funny because like Metroid Prime 1 and all the Prime games, they have a thing where there's a scan visor where you can scan everything. And in that game, the way they do the blocks that are like, this is a bomb block or a power bomb block or a screw attack block. Essentially, they you scan a thing and it's like, this is made of bendesium. And bendesium can be destroyed <laughs> by power bombs uh, or... Mm-hmm. Morphal bombs, and then this is made of densium that can be destroyed by super missiles, and this is made of brimstone that can be destroyed by missiles. So, so like, it translated them to words, and that's why, like, to this day, and I've said this a lot recently, but like, if you were going to jump into a Metroid game, like, just play one as your first one, you've never played one, I would say Dread now, uh, but outside of that, I would say Metroid Prime 1, just the first one. It's okay. also It's a perfect game, so. Play it. I- I I just gotta I gotta get that GameCube. Yeah, look up the GameCube. <laughs> yep. Um, so I, I'm curious, like expectation wise, hearing that it it, it kind of clears up my thing. So you you said you weren't really expecting the bosses to be tough. Um, I mean, bosses have been a super big part of Metroid, and it's cool to see how far they've come in the 2D space for sure. Uh, how did it feel like? Like, did it? You didn't have an expectation, but it did it like surprise you? Did it, did it kind of frequently surpass those expectations? It it did it because 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 uh, yeah, I I mentioned I've watched a lot of super like Metroid speed runs and stuff. I I know that like bosses are part of the lineage, but I also really heavily associate the series with just like two bosses really which is sure great ridley yeah just ridley and and mother brain like that's that's about <laughs> oh, and mother it. brain yeah that's that's true i i think it great as well yeah a lot of times i see see i i got up to Craid and i was like who who the who the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> who's this other and, dragon yeah and and then i found out by seeing people tweet about it throughout like the launch weekend that like Kraid is like a pretty significant boss character came back for this game and also nobody knows why he's chained up on ZDR but you know it's whatever we're not going to get into that part of it my, my feeling uh, was like every every Metroid or Super Metroid boss even in like Fusion boss has now at this point been remade in one of the 3D games and Kraid was the only one that hadn't uh, yeah. so, so I'm glad he finally got his due yeah um but but yeah i mostly associate the the series with like those two bosses and so i didn't even know 
prayed. I didn't even know that there would be as many boss fights as there were actually going to be in this game. Because there are a lot. There's like a surprising amount. It's it's like I I don't know if this game and and you can clarify here. Um, I don't know if this game has like the most bosses of any of the Metroid games, or at least like is getting up there because it felt like a lot of bosses like I'd, down I'd to the, the chozo warriors yeah i'd say it's probably average it's probably kind of consistent mm. with like especially i think thinking about the prime games like <clears throat> they similarly did a good job of like they're the big bosses and then a lot of mini bosses uh like yeah. the chozo warriors and then both the the staff wielding and then the gunner guys um kind of fill that in and then you know you get there's like one kind of lukewarm boss in this game, and that's like the underwater guy. <laughs> you know, I I, I like him. He he's cool, a it's a cool design, yeah. though, right? Yeah. So so it doesn't really yeah. matter. It's just like this kind of like an anti. You just kind of jump a couple times, grapple over to the side, and then shoot him. <laughs> Great for me. It was the, yes. it was the easiest boss fight in the middle of a game that I really, in a good way, struggling with. Yeah, it's um, it, it is cool because like. Seeing it in this game, I was like surprised how well they've done it. It is not; it is a thing that because all the other two D two D Metroid games are so not cinematic, and this game is like they really do stand out. And and then kind of thinking back, it's like yeah, the bosses are really the centerpiece of a lot of these games because like in the first and third Metroid, uh, you like the the thing is you have to beat the bosses in order to get to Mother Brain. Um, mm-hmm. So, so it, the kind of structure of the game is built around it, and then in Metroid Prime One, Two, and Three, they do such a great job of like each area, each region has like a big boss at the end. But there are these guardians around that'll either have powers that you're getting, or are sub bosses, or interesting characters. Like Metroid Prime Three has like these encounters you have with the other space hunters, space bounty hunters that are really great. Uh, in addition to these big end-of-chapter bosses uh, that would feel like the Ridley role. Um, so yeah, like this game finally makes those kind of 2D boss fights really cinematic. And I'd say like Samus Returns, Mercury Steam's other game uh, before this, has that to it, but it, it is like... It's astounding how far a leap in quality from Samus Returns to Dread. Like... yeah. There is a lot of overusing the counter in Samus Returns and kind of really depending on it or needing to wait for it when really they get away from that. Uh, and it's kind of like a way to cinematically end a boss fight in this game. Um, mm-hmm. and, and just the movement in Samus Returns is obviously just not on the same level and whatnot. Uh, yeah, it, it is a humongous leap in quality. And just the... They they wanted this game to be flashy, but they they synergize your agency with the flashiness, like you being able to shoot in those cutscenes. I really think just love it goes so far. Like love truly, it. I don't know any other video game that's done that. And it's like there are a couple games I can think of where like you know I think of have you played Kingdom Hearts too? I don't know if I'm about to. <laughs> I've I've played Kingdom Hearts too. It's been a long. But like the the scene yeah. at the end where you're like shooting destroying the lasers when they're coming in and you're mashing both yeah. the buttons like and it's like yeah. oh shit i'm like doing this uh like yeah. it, it's so rarely utilized and it should be so more in this game like incorporates it in a way that it kind of never gets old and i really appreciate yeah. that i i i 100 percent agree on the it's cinematic funny. like it, stuff in the fights because it's just 
it's great with with us talking about it too you uh you were having some trouble in the final boss i threw you one tip that changed it yeah yep literally the second that you told me that i was like all right that maybe that's that's all i need to do and and i had been struggling with him like a little a little bit i was getting him close enough but like that final phase was was screwing me up and the second that i did it i was just like i i broke the fight like, i <laughs> yeah, did it it, it truly <laughs> is like it's such a crippling kind of move that he does and it's like oh, yeah, yeah i have a power bomb like i gotta try this out i i genuinely thought that i just had to like power through it me like too. it was like it was like a like a I don't know, like fighting Sans in, in Undertale yeah, or something. It feels shit. so yeah. overwhelming. Like so many things yeah. happening on screen at once. I the first time I beat him, that I did not know how to to power bomb that guy. And when I beat it the second time, uh, that is when I was like, I, I you use almost every move in this fight. So let me just try this. <laughs> and, yeah. and also, works. a thing, uh, a neat thing that I like picked up on actually um, playing it today when you when you first because. Uh, or it, it it goes without saying that there will probably be spoilers in this review discussion mm -hmm. um but uh when you when you fight raven's beak in the beginning and like the cutscene when you land on zdr he he does do exactly the same moves that yeah. he does in the fight at the end and like when he does like the like the shockwave kind of thing like samus does duck in the scene and so like if you if for some reason, like you remembered that cutscene specifically, going into that fight, you can you can pick up on like most of the stuff you need to do to actually get through the fight, down to like the counter and the duck and yeah, and they do and that with like every boss. There's always like a little cutscene that is then kind of quietly showing you things that you can do in this fight. Uh, yeah, and it's just it's a very it is a. The, I think the reason it's resonating and it resonates with us and it resonates with a lot of people is in a very similar way to like a from software game, but a totally different approach. It is just trusting the player to understand. It is putting mm -hmm. a lot of faith in the player to kind of pull their weight. Um, and, and, and it's doing so in a way that I think is, is good. I like it is conveying it visually, uh, clearly I think. And, and it does it a lot with a lot of games a lot of the different abilities yet and i also appreciate just kind of thinking about that progression is everything every ability in this game is relevant to progression in some way uh yeah. which is not always the case in in metroid games especially like other m comes to mind you know but, <laughs> but like there's a scan ability that you get that you don't need that is kind of superfluous but it is mm -hmm. nice because that's what you need. I liked it. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's, it's great for um, collecting stuff and finding stuff at the end. Um, yeah. But to, to go off of what you were saying uh, a little bit earlier about the, the kind of obtuse, weird stuff hidden around and, and how this that's kind of a big part of this game's history, I think a part of that, and, and playing this game really represented that, and it brought me back to... The highlights of, of, of collecting everything in Metroid games for me, which was Zero Mission and Fusion on the GBA, the, this game is, is way more laser-focused than a lot of other Metroidvanias, especially thinking of modern Metroidvanias that have really kind of sprung out into the RPG genre. Um, hmm. This game, it doesn't have side quests, it doesn't have extra stuff, it doesn't have secret bosses, really. Um, some of the games have, but uh, it, it's not about that. The the s secondary objective things that you can do if you want 
are these kind of ability based challenges uh and that is that is like the extra stuff in a metroid game and i forget how like when they're done well they're just so fun they're just so good and fun to do i don't know if you went back and and did any of these 100% collection stuff um i at certain points in the game i definitely felt like oh okay i i think i have like some of the abilities that i need to go back to areas and i like i i didn't 100% any single area and i 100% the game but i i did like go back and and explore a little bit um the thing was and and this is not a hot take but this is just like incoming so, everybody prep yourself <laughs> i i kind of the if there was a single like big knock for me against metroid dread it's that like the exploration was really like mechanical and boring um what do you mean i i completely understand that like the like the series is idea of like exploration is directly tied to like the power scope like yeah. get missile tanks get energy tanks get all that stuff and i think i just work differently in that i really like exploring in my games just for like the novelty of it yeah and like i i hate throwing out like as like the thing that i i love getting out of exploration but like i am a person who like You're story resonates with me yeah um and and so i and i never i didn't really expect it of metroid dread because i have watched enough metroid to know that that is what it is with this series um but it was still a little disappointing at the end of the day that there wasn't more like that um sure and i i just i just think that that's dude maybe I, in we gotta it's, get it's an inalienable fact we gotta get you to play metroid prime as soon, yeah. as soon as possible, because like the thing with Metroid Prime is that you can scan, you have a scanner visor, and you can just scan everything. And like mm. there are, in when you're in like the space pirate base, there are like red scannables, and that's like a lore entry. And there's like a whole list of lore entries of like mm. journals from the space pirates. And then there's yeah, ones, no, that sounds like my shit. There's ones like in the Chozo <laughs> ruins. You can find lore entries for the Chozo and what happened to their civilization on this planet. It mm -hmm. like, and then you can just like scan like this casing that looks broken. It's like it seems something broke out of here like two hours ago. And it's like the the wounds here are still fresh. And it's like, oh yes, this is this is my life. <laughs> and sometimes like Samus will kind of interject a little bit of her observations into those scan entries too. It's it's yeah. There there is an outlet. How, how for do that. you how how do you feel about like the uh, the 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 I guess the the absence of that in this game, like, because you you have played other Metroidvanias, like you have played and you love like Hollow Knight, which is really exploratory in the way that resonates with me, mm -hmm. but is not necessarily what's in in this series which you love. Yeah, I, I like I like that this game is such a a mechanic driven game, and it is it's funny because this is Metroid Five, like this is posing itself as the follow up to Fusion. So I think if it broke away from some of these things, it would be a little weird. Um, mm -hmm. Where where it did make sense for like Metroid Other M has a little bit of what you're talking about. I know not yeah. a good game, does some cool things, but it has a little bit more of that like go here and switch to first person mode and maybe you can find some stuff out that you wouldn't have found out otherwise and 
and that is kind of its own reward and stuff um and that game also kind of doesn't have a lot of optional power-ups you know it's much more streamlined in that regard so i i think for them to want to make this as the follow-up to those games i understand their urge to do it and a lot of it a lot of like maybe my forgiveness for it comes from there hasn't been a metro game for like over a decade <laughs> almost two decades that's fair so it's like there there really isn't it's funny playing this like there isn't something like white like this like even the Castlevania GBA games came out um and they are more like not like collective there's not missile tanks in those games you know there there's other stuff like health vials and health upgrades and whatnot and cards to collect uh but this game it's like we're putting our stake on these cool challenges that just to get more power ups to get stronger um and and it does have like such a great curve as far as like becoming powerful because there is definitely like way later into this game do you still feel like things will give you trouble uh it really isn't until i think you get like the screw attack that it's like okay now i'm ready to kill everything in my way um pretty much yeah and i and i like that i appreciate that they they make every power more relevant so it does like every power will contribute to finding something in exploration whether it's the way forward uh it's you know kind of what we were talking about with the diffusion beam how there are like these things halfway through walls that makes the diffusion beam actually relevant to progression and and getting uh to certain powers and abilities um but but none of them are like overutilized because one of my criticisms with samus returns is every shortcut in that game is just a grapple beam block basically mm. and it's just the whole game is that where this they really do mix it up it's like okay i can diffusion this i can wave beam this i can plasma beam this door i can super seeker missile this door i can uh you know ice missile these uh fire pillar things yeah i can i i can speed booster through this area and it felt really diverse it felt like i was using way more of my utility than in any other metroid game uh, Speaking of speed boosters, just as a side note, mm-hmm. I could never get the hang of the fucking um, shine spark. Shine spark, yeah, never could. A trick with it um, is you can just go into morph ball and stop, um, and that'll that'll bank it. Um, if you're having trouble with the duck, um, yeah, that that will that will help. And then another thing that I learned playing it is when you get when you bank your shine spark uh, to use it in midair more easily, you can jump. And then hit both the the jump and attack button at the same time, and you'll always spark out of the air in whatever direction you want. Okay, it's a little okay. bit more consistent. Um, <clears throat> but you know, like Shine Spark, and they lean into it. <clears throat> that ability is hidden in Super Metroid. Like you get the speed booster in Super Metroid, but at no point do you have to use the Shine Spark in that game. But you can do it. Um, and there's like a little animal hidden somewhere in the world that like teaches you how to shine spark. So that may be a little bit more of what you'd be looking for, like That's... incorporating elements of the world. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is it, yeah. So, so like they've played around with stuff before like that. And I think this was them really leaning into a more focused game that has mm. way more diversity of utility. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I, it, it really clicked with me. Um, yeah. and, and it's just like, once you got everything in your kit and you know how to use it, you're just zooming through this whole game, and it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Another question for you, just because, again, Metroidvania novice here. I, I, I only have the one under my belt. No, please. Um, so I really liked 
Hollow Knight as well, because not only did it let me explore, but like I really felt like when I was backtracking through it a lot, I was really learning like the the ins and outs of these places and they really became kind of distinct in my head Mm -hmm. um i am i've never really been a fan of like metroid's visuals um but did you did you feel like the the laser focus structure and the visuals of this game made like its world kind of stand apart because i felt like a lot of it felt very samey it's it's part of it's what you're looking for, I think, to some extent, because like so the the Chozo temple area was like mm-hmm. nothing we've ever seen in a Metroid game. So I like I was eating all that up. I loved it. I really like the opening area, um, but I feel like the the kind of bottom three areas are very similar to one another, and you kind of go back and forth between them. So like the water area for parts of it, there's like a whole industrial kind of under area of the water area that I really like. Um, the opening area, which is just a cave, and then the the lava area, which is just kind of a hot cave. Um, but I, I really thought the later areas were super, super awesome. Uh, and like the 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 kind of rainy surface area, which is more of a Chozo temple. The Chozo temple, the green forest was really, really. I liked, great. yeah, I liked Gavaran. Yeah, a lot like, um, of all of them. I think it was my favorite. And. Uh, the even like the last area that you go to just even though it's just kind of where the boss is uh very cool very very metroid anytime there's something in the air in the sky it's very metroid um yeah i I liked it a lot especially because you know this is really the first time i'm getting this kind of visual treatment in a metroid game so i i was that is fair i was really really enjoyed it i i know like it's funny thinking of like something like fist which is a recent metroidvania kind of comparable in visual style um, maybe that has more detail to it, but I think for the mesh between style and and utility, uh, this this was really good. And and it, it's one of those things like some other 3D Metroid games have solved this better. Like just gonna point you to Metroid Prime One again, Moises. I because I gotta play Metroid Prime. You really 1. gotta play Metroid Prime One. I like. I there's no reality where I think you don't think it's awesome. Somebody who listens to this. Yeah, Wii U. <laughs> Send this man a Wii U. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell you now, like, Metroid Prime 2 is my favorite because it's the Dark Horse answer. Uh, so just, you know, if you are able to play the trilogy, just keep that in mind because I feel like... I would I would, I would play the trilogy. If you, yeah, if you like that moody stuff, I, I think you also would be with Metroid Prime 2. I love moody stuff. I know. Um, <laughs> it's Moises bait. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, it's tough. You know, like, t- to be honest, like, this game fired on all cylinders for me. Like, this is... Okay. I... I've thought about it a lot. I've played it a, a few times. So I, I played it through the first time. I didn't mention it, but I, I beat him about nine hours, nine and a half hours. Um, and then I played through a second time on hard mode. I, I went back and I did 100%. That topped me out at about like 13 hours doing all those mm. challenges and whatnot. Uh, I went through and played on hard mode and then I did a third time on hard mode trying to beat as fast as I can. I, three hours, 55 minutes was the... Wow. Ju- wow. Just under the wire for the, the yeah. last thing to unlock. Yeah. Because so it um yeah because it, it it gives you like Art gives you portraits of, games, of yeah. like the games yeah which are very good um yeah. and and that's a very classic Metroid reward very Nintendo reward also of like here's here's a picture <laughs> hey I mean at least at least it's playing like the hits yeah you know, they they know their fan base and if you beat all of, if you like unlock all the rewards you get an extra one too on top of that which is cool um mm. and yeah like this is. 
this is like I know we're not like at the end end here, but this is like a ten for me. I think honestly, yeah. Uh, and I I try I'm really trying like to hold myself to like this because I know <laughs> I love Metroid. It is really high up for me, but like thinking about what I want out of a ten and what I want out of a follow up to Metroid, like this. The biggest thing with tens, like that, it takes you over like an amazing game, like something that I would consider a masterpiece, is if it really surprises me. And I think everything that happens in the last, the later half of the game, as far as like a certain enemy coming back from a previous game that I'm a big fan of, uh, and whatnot, which might fall on deaf ears to to someone who's kind of new to the the franchise, but that like totally shook me to my core. Like, really didn't expect it. Really started paying homage to to some like my favorite horror movies. Uh, mm-hmm. and and incorporated a lot of elements that I didn't know I would be really into as well, like the Chozo and kind of the relationship with Samus there. Uh, so it both surprised me and executed on on something like really amazing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What was the uh, what was what was the enemy that that came back that really surprised you? The X Parasite. Ah, okay. okay. Because, like, functionally, it works exactly how it did in Metroid Fusion. Like, the whole, like, when you kill an enemy and there's an X left after it, like, the fact that all the enemies in the game get infected, which happens yeah. in Metroid Fusion, uh, it's extremely cool. And and I've, like, that was my ride-or-die GBA game for a very long time. I played that game through many times, probably as many times as I played this. Um, so it has a special place in my heart, even if it's maybe not my favorite Metroid game. Um, mm. So this, like, kind of taking that idea and I think exploring it more to its fullest, like the whole John Carpenter's the thin style monsters, like ripping themselves apart and turning, like that is what they kind of imagined could be possible with the X Parasite, and, and they never mm. executed it on it because it was a GBA game. There's some cool stuff in that game, though, all things considered. Um, and just like it goes so hard in the paint, and I, I was so into it, just absolutely loved it. Yeah, I, I I had no familiarity with like the X Parasite. Um, you didn't appreciate that forty-five minute monologue at the beginning of the game. <laughs> I I did I did like it just because it did catch me up. Okay, so I I knew very little about. I, I basically did not know the plot of the Metroid series at large um, because speedruns ignore plot. Um, so I had no idea even that. In, in Metroid Fusion, the big thing going on sync. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I didn't know that uh, the big thing like in Metroid Fusion, I think Metroid Fusion, right, is that the X Parasite attaches itself to to Samus and like almost kills her, and so she gets injected with Metroid DNA. She gets a Metroid vaccine. Pro vaccine. Yeah. Samus yeah. Shout out. Yeah, uh, if, but if Samus isn't too cool for the Vax, by the way, you are not too yeah, cool. Yeah, you're not Vax. We, we this is the PSA. <laughs> Get a fucking Vax. Um, um, it, it's a Metroid cell, the last Metroid cell from the baby. From yeah, it's the baby that like imprinted itself on her at the end of Metroid Two. So you can see, like, there yeah. is like truly a thread that ties yeah. this all together. Except and, like to Prime, because Prime is its own thing. Yeah, Prime right? all happened between Metroid Prime One and Two, so it's before all the good stuff. Starts happening, okay, or before okay. it starts, stuff gets buck wild at least. Um, yeah, and and it's not like a complicated thread, you know, it's really just like one sentence kind of leads really into the next game. It's like 
Samus killed all the Metroids in Metroid 2 except for the last one because it was a baby. <laughs> and she took the baby to his research center and Space Pirates stole it and she got it back, but it died. Sad. Uh, it, and then it, it sacrificed itself for her. She she went back to the Metroid's homeworld and now there's a new threat there that mm-hmm. is deadly to her and so she got infused with a Metroid cell. Metroid Fusion. Uh, and yeah, it's right there. They got you, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. And now she is like the only, in theory, the last thing with Metroid cells. Although, you know, there's a whole thing in Metroid Fusion where the government is making Metroid clones, but we don't need to get into that. Oh, yeah? Yeah? <laughs> you is just, that, is you, that a you blow thing that we can just... <laughs> okay. Which, which, okay, again, great. the most, like, drop, my, mic drop thing Samus could possibly do is, like, I'm going to actually drop these into a planet and blow the planet up. She blows a lot of planets up. I was going to say, I feel like she's frequently running... She has destroyed more game. planets than the Death Star. I like. To I was be clear. yeah. She 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 really does seem Although, like the greatest threat to the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's a a small thread that kind of leads it, but it, it is compelling enough that you understand, like, oh yeah, the, this lady's been at it for a while, and she's been through a lot, and she's changed a lot. Um, so that's when we get and. I, from here on out, we are going to be getting more in depth into the plot for for folks listening that kind of want to piece out. We're not already out from before, um, but you know, that's where it kind of leads with her being more Metroid like, uh, and then kind of leading through the end of this game. Uh, I I really like that they they followed up on that. You know, I feel weird. You know, it's fine how they ended it very sudden, uh, but. I, I, I think that they have like really strung together a cool little sci-fi story that has like a little bit of uh, alien in it, has a little bit of its own kind of original taste in it, uh, and it doesn't like hinge on the story is the thing. Like it is very hands off. It it tells you enough. Uh, it does yeah. walk the line very well. Yeah, that, that's definitely. I, I noticed that like this seemed like a more plot-driven Metroid than previously. Like there's seemingly a lot of cutscenes. Um maybe not compared to like I know other M really gets into story yeah. stuff. Um but like for for like Boy. a 2D Metroid, it, it's it, this one definitely does seem like really plot heavy and it, it it has characters, you know, and they're they're sort of there and you get like but not a lot, you know inklings of their motivations. Yeah. Like, like Quiet Robe is in there for a little bit and I guess the Chozos are alive, but I know that the Chozos were supposed to be like dead. And I now like there's it. two Chozo tribes instead of just one species. Yeah, it's, I, it's it's interesting, but it's not overbearing. Like it doesn't beat you over the head with anything it presents. Yeah, there's not like a lot you need to catch up on here. It's like, yeah, there's different kinds of Chozo. You know, it's like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah. cool that that we're talking yeah. about that now. And you know, the the Chozo kind of disappeared. Is, is as far as Samus knows, right? She lived with mm-hmm. them as a, as a youth. She was raised by them on Zevis, where Super Metroid takes place. Goes, joins the Federation, leaves them because they're lamos, and then during that time period, they just kind of disappeared. This kind of implies that maybe Raven Beak was bringing them all together here, and they were, like, killed by the X, which is, like, a way more... You know, it doesn't commit to that, so it's okay if that's not entirely true. But it is like a really, that's how like Metroid's most interesting threads typically work is like that does kind of line up and and context leads you to believe that in a a really 
interesting way. Just like the Chozo had made the Metroids was like a thing that was very implied throughout every Metroid game because it's like they were the dudes here. Where did the <laughs> Metroids come from? <laughs> and, and you know they didn't feel the need to beat you over the head with that information, um, mm-hmm. but they lay laid the breadcrumbs for you to kind of put the pieces together. Yeah. Uh, and this is like the most heavy-handed story in a 2D Metroid game, but I would compare its like it has as much dialogue in it as like Metroid Prime 2. You know. Okay. Which is not much. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I mean in terms of the story, um what did you think of the ending as like a a longtime fan who's been waiting for like those narrative threads to like kind of pay off? I you know, I really had no expectation like I was more invested in this story that they were setting up of like the X of like their problem and like the whole thing with the end of fusion was like Samus like endangered herself in order to take care of them because that's how dangerous they were. Like they were, mm-hmm. they had taken her power suit and were cloning from her power suit. There was like 13 yeah. Samus clones walking around. Uh, and I do like that. It kind of, I love the idea of an organization 13 of Samus's Samus fucking clones. Yeah. That's a fucking nightmare, dude. Like no planet <laughs> is safe from that. Um, <laughs> And and they I like that they kind of bring it full circle with Raven Beak, like now I'm going to clone the most powerful Metroid, which is you. Um and it's it's bum, kind of Samus becoming her own project of, of self destruction. Uh which is cool and it's I think it's a powerful metaphor uh and that she overcomes it, convenient or not. It just kinda of works out in the end. Uh, um but you know it, literally plot armor <laughs> yeah it's she, literally plot armor. She's got plot armor and she wears it around like a fashionista um but it looks fucking cool yeah it, it, we, we haven't we haven't like said it the metroid like, suit yeah the metroid suit at the end where she goes full fucking metroid the most incredible thing yeah it's ever. awesome it's, i i i wasn't i wasn't expecting anything of that final encounter except like i kind of picked up on that adam was weird and so like by the end i was just kind of like like literally just before adam like dissipates mm-hmm. and it's fucking raven's beak which a great scene by the way um i was just like you're you're not adam like yeah. i i you're definitely not adam you're not I the think. same robot and, i believe <laughs> yeah yeah no you're you're negging too much um and and then yeah I, I again i know so little about metroid that just every twist kind of came at me at the end like tenfold yeah like i thought that she didn't have parents and that nobody really i didn't she know said- that chozo raised her so like i wasn't expecting raven's beak to suddenly pull a fucking darth vader and be her father and, and like i it's he's not like her dad dad i think he just refers to her, his daughter as like you're part of my tribe you know you're one yeah. of us uh, yeah. because like she was raised by a character who has a name uh, it's not mm-hmm. quite rope but it is it is someone I, he, there was a comic book about it um, yeah so she, comic she like it, the weird thing is like only in that comic is it relevant that Samus has like a little bit of Chozo DNA in her arm to, that mm-hmm. lets her use the power suit like that's she needs that to use the power suit um she doesn't have like a Chozo arm. It's just like DNA kind of infu- melded with hers. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's, it, I, I appreciate that they were pulling from all corners here. 
truly everything is relevant i it, it, yeah. it tickled my kingdom hearts bone i'll tell you what <laughs> yeah no it uh it really seemed to be i mean i i don't any of it outside of what i've read up on it but it, it did seem like an appropriate kind of end to whatever story they were telling because it seems like from here on out it's gonna move i don't know in a drastically different direction but like it, it they're kind of free it to do seems, what they want now yeah yeah like they've kind of untethered themselves from like metroid's past and it's, it's success now definitely means that like it will probably be a big thing in the future so i think from here it goes bigger and bolder and and i and i don't really know what that is like i i do like samus becoming the the metroid in the title of her series yeah that is a very cool thing it to is me. very cool it's like yeah. it, it is a good pigeonhole and in, in, in like not pigeonhole uh bookend uh, wrong turn of phrase. <laughs> Too many idioms. <laughs> um, and and it's cool because like thinking about it, this fits our our mutual friend Roger McCorney did a a video once on something called the delayed sequel, and we've seen that kind of approach like uh, the Force Awakens and Gears of War and stuff like, and all of those things are setting up for like a trilogy or a narrative or a new narrative, and this is instead coming in and closing the book. Uh, and mm -hmm. doing it well and like respecting what it means to be an ending and to have finality and to like know like the story isn't over like we can still go have fun and be a space bounty hunter and whatnot but like this story deserves to have like some closure and and I think they wrapped it up well yeah I, how, how'd you feel about Samus yeah. going ham on that dude I loved it yeah. I, I, was, I was scared because I thought that it was gonna throw a fourth phase at me <laughs> yeah. at the very end i i struggled enough getting through that third phase without your help um and yeah so i was i was really scared as soon as he fucking became a megazord or whatever but uh but yeah no it was it was great it, i i had never done one of those escape sequences either so it was like i literally made it out with like five seconds yeah, it's it's funny. Like I really should have known by now. Like, oh yeah, this is how these games end. But it, it, we get to it again. You have the ultra beam or mega beam or whatever, and it's like, this feels right. This is how this should end. I do appreciate, and and you can clarify which one of the games it might be, but I think it's one of the GBA Metroid games, where like specifically, I think at the end, you you need to blow like the bridge. I think to get out. Um. There, there is a part where you have to blow the bridge, but you don't have to do it to get out. Okay, okay. Because no, because I, I just I remember like at the end of this one, you do actually have to blow the bridge to get out, and I yeah. thought that was a nice callback to like how you had to do that. And I think fusion. It's definitely like the bridge that you blow open is definitely like a callback to to both yeah. uh, Metroid One and and Super Metroid in particular. There's... Did you did you catch a lot of callbacks? Yes. To to like yeah. Like yeah. what? Like what's in the game? Uh, like I, I mean the Emmys, which is funny. We haven't talked about the Emmys at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think honestly, like twenty minutes ago, I was like, we haven't said Emmy once. Uh, which are great. They're great. Awesome. I, it's I'm impressed at how well they made those things tense throughout by giving them just supplementally more annoying powers. <laughs> yeah, the hyperspeed the, the one freeze. will never freak me the fuck out like anything else will never freak me out as much as that though 
Yeah, the the freeze one kept kept screwing me over. Yeah. I think the most. The um, one the one that could great. see really far was the one that that got me the most. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are they are they are progressively like interesting challenges as well as like just exercises in terror. Yeah. Which, um, Successfully created I, dread. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I they're they're like based off the SAX. Yes, they they're right? very much reminiscent of the SAX encounters from, um, from Metroid Fusion. But you know, like those were so short and really like there's only one maybe two times like she chases you and it, it mm. is fucking terrifying to be fair she's got like the ice beam and stuff she's trying to freeze you um yeah. and she's you uh and and so like i they, those definitely felt referential but then they like just evolve on it so much and mm. the very end where the morph ball bomb gets you is like something that happens with sax which is very very cool um, okay. Where she like drops in on you with a morph bolt bomb, a power bomb, <laughs> and it's like, oh fuck. Uh, but you know, I I like that, and I like that you never had to deal with that one because, you know, they built the narrative up to to kind of pay off in that moment. Um, Craid yeah. obviously, um, yeah. but but also you can um, there's a secret in that fight. One of the many secrets in that fight is many people have figured out uh, where you can as he shoots his little belly button rockets that stick in the wall you can jump that jump up them as he's shooting them uh mm -hmm. not not when he does like all three at once that lowers the the metallic grate you can actually jump up and get to that metallic grate as he's shooting them if you're fast enough which is like super yeah. metroid um there are probably a few other I, I i just can't name off the top of my head but mm -hmm. uh definitely like that when you get to the the surface and that bridge is there and it's like oh i could probably powerbomb this that's like every metro <laughs> 2d metro game has to have you powerbomb even metro prime has you do that at some point so the very like common trope that i really like is blowing up bridges i do i do appreciate that like it not so much like honors its history but like is just i guess proud of it yeah and and yeah. and evolves on it i like i i think everything that metroid is dread is doing ability wise and kit wise and utility wise is not just paying homage to those pieces of level design but also like really building on it and, and making engaging with them fun and interesting mm -hmm. in a way that I didn't know a 2D Metroid game could be so what's what's the next what's the next Metroid then Alan? I mean Metroid Prime 4 very excited I, and again I, I really think that's just going to be like Metroid Prime subtitle like it's not going to have anything to do with the other Metro Prime games, which is fine. You know, just another 3D Metroid. <laughs> uh, and then, like, you know, a couple of my ideas I've, I've thrown out as, like, multiple planets would be cool. Um, I would really like them to kind of stay away from space stations because they've done a lot of that. Uh, and I feel like those just tend to be less interesting places to go and explore. Mm. Um, Do you want Ridley back? I'd be down for Ridley. Like, I'm always down yeah. for Ridley. I, I think, like, yeah. as long as, just like in this game they evolve on the mechanics and make it an interesting and satisfying fight like it'll be super rad uh and it i'd say like from here out we probably are lucky because we get to live in a world where we get both 2d and 3d metric games um hell yeah brother which is yeah. what a spoil of riches uh the the last thing i'd say just for metroid dread to bookend it's just i i think this is probably like the best movement in a oh yeah game i've played in a long time yeah, it. I mean, I I I can't really capture how 
well it feels to move in the game i was i was surprised because the the most metroid i had played was like super metroid which feels fine but like it's still slow stilted yeah. yeah it's slow um and and um metroid uh like return of samus looked slower and that might just have to do with like the the hardware it was on yeah. as well um this game runs smooth as hell i yeah. loved every minute of moving in this game yeah and especially like you noted um as like the power scope like increases like once you get the screw attack you're kind of just jumping everywhere and it, it's 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 you don't really need to be on the ground all that much and like it could just be like tech and it feels incredible yeah just the um sliding into a morph ball and then just seamlessly transitioning right out of the morph ball to full sprint is incredible <laughs> every video game should just let you do that <laughs> yeah. i don't even if it's it, like it, cooper you should be able to morph ball into full sprint <laughs> <laughs> it uh it, it also um the movement like feels good it also just like looks really good because the animations in this game are yeah it's also much. incredible love love like the 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 characterization that's done in sam is just like sauntering like off to the side charging her beam facing yeah. down like she she's she so frequently is just charging like her beam yeah she's ready she for anything absolutely fuck <laughs> like these dudes completely up it is incredible it's funny too because like when i'm playing the game i'm like always charging a beam I'm always like, I got it ready. Oh, really? Me. Yeah. So it's it. I really was like, yes, you and me, girl, we get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's very cool. And, it, you know, like one of the f- few characterizations of Samus that I, I've called out many times is like one, why I love her character, how she like speaks through body language so much louder than with any words. And it's okay that she doesn't like to talk. It's fine. <laughs> like, it, I get it the big mood she does she does speak in like chozo though right yeah in this game which is like, like quiet robe. one of two times she's ever spoken <laughs> that's which again wow. it's it is such a stone cold <laughs> badass moment that it's like of course this intelligent woman speaks multiple languages yeah of course yeah like yeah. this is just so cool like i that moment was so, such a great surprise as well of like that one of those things that kind of pushes it above and beyond for me uh, mm. just like Stamus just being like I'm gonna kill his ass in Chozo basically <laughs> but at the end of Metroid Prime 2 and it's not really spoiler but like you know you you meet some people there and, and help them at the end of it and like the only thing Samus does at the end is she like gently like lifts her hand up and, and like waves goodbye like with two fingers very casually and then walks away <laughs> and it's like the only thing communication wise she does or says and it's like what a fucking badass and this v- feels oh, very true to that character that version of the character that I really really like how did you um how did you feel about the characterization then compared to like I, I know other M is the controversial one <sighs> in this sense other M just like again the the kernels of ideas like trying to give her some kind of meaningful character to have a relationship with, but like mm-hmm. you don't, that doesn't have to be a significant relationship with a character like this. And they are like, yep, she's, she sees Adam, this other Adam. Don't worry about it. Don't the, the, the commanding officer, the, Adam, the man, Adam, uh, a father figure, you know, of course. Uh, but like, 
you know, literally the cutscene where they establish this, she says, confession time, I saw Adam as a father. Like, that's the line of dialogue in the game. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, and anytime confession time is written into your script, you have fucked up. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and it's a lot of that, but, like, they also try and give her, like, PTSD with dealing with Kraid and everything that happened to Super Metroid and losing the baby, but, like, they don't establish that. They don't, like, just suddenly she's throughout all of this and then she sees Kraid and has a panic attack uh, and starts losing control of her power suit like stuff like that it's like why are you I, like I understand wanting to make a powerful character seem weak in order to have them overcome difficult triumphs but like a game like Metroid Prime 3 does that much better where like throughout the whole game you're being corrupted by this like radioactive material and the 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 first time it like gets to you, Samus just like leans over, rips off her helmet, and vomits up like radioactive material. And then she like takes a minute, puts her helmet back on, gets up, and keeps walking. It's like that is way better, more subtle characterization of like she's going through a very difficult time, but she's just doing what she does and powering through. Like it just it is so. Other M has the additional misfortune of you know being a poorly written story, but is contrasted against <laughs> very good uses of minimal characterization for this like relatively silent protagonist mm, okay and dread I, yeah, I was... dread gets it you know yeah yeah that's yeah i was just curious because i i've i've also heard a lot of talk about how dread specifically feels like a, a really pointed response to um to all of the characterization misfires if like that's how you feel about yeah, I think, like, it, it, I would say it does feel like a bit of a point of response, but it, it also really does feel like it is pulling from... Badass. Yeah, like, I, I just know it was, like, kind of the bounty hunter badass. Sorry, there was a there was a little internet hiccup there. There, there, there was a little hitch there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're good, you're good. Um, I, I'd say to Dread's credit, it doesn't necessarily feel responsive because it does also feel like it is pulling from source material of some of the other games mm -hmm. that I think have done it the best and that have resonated with a lot more people. Uh, okay. You know, I, I really do like the impression of same as out there on her own, but you know, you're not worried about her. <laughs> like you're just excited <laughs> to be along for the ride. She can take care of herself. And like that faith in that character uh, is like, there's not a lot of completely alone female characters in video games. And that's a, a shame. Uh, yeah. And, and Samus stands out. No, I, I never really thought about it. Like, yeah, like even Lara Croft's got fucking what's his face to, to bounce off of in these in her modern game, Jonah. Yeah, I guess that guy exists. Yeah, I I played the first one. Samus has no Tried one. She has a she's a robot in her her ship. She doesn't give a yeah. shit what he thinks. Yeah. <laughs> and she she always I mean she's the last person alive at the end of because she blew planet she goes to yeah she she's got to finish business yeah. well she's being followed by terrible bioweapons and horrifying space diseases <laughs> to be fair in this one she does go to yeah she's not being followed by she was baited but... into going to that planet they she was it. so fucking baited they like knew they i would have i would have right? seen that x parasite clip and i would have been like good day but again, to that she's x like, parasite i'm walking in a trap i don't care i can take care of myself yeah, no, she, I mean, she clearly doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't, like, she, she, she only emotes, like, in that first fight with Raven's Beak when he triggers something. 
I don't know exactly what it is that he triggers, but like her eyes like I think flash he, specifically. I think it's implied he's like awakening the Metroid DNA in her with like this very intense yeah. situation. Yeah. Um but other than that, yeah, no, she just she just kinda wakes up and is just like, Yeah, I have I have physical amnesia, let's go. <laughs> I've lost my powers again, I've been here before. I can handle yeah. this. Uh, no any problem, last last closing thoughts here, Moises? Um, sounds like you enjoyed it yeah. overall. Oh no, yeah, Metroid Dread is is great. I I as my first Metroid game that I ever played and beat. It is a wonderful game. I I mean I I think that it fell short for me just in the ways that like my impressions of the the genre, like the 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 impressions that the genre at large has kind of given me since. Metroid has like gone quiet, um, but I, I mean, yeah, I I really loved it. I, I I'm going to go back and play the Metroid games. Hell yeah! Um, Time to play some more. Specifically, it sounds like I should play Metroid Prime, um, which I, I I want to. So I I'll see if I can get my hands on that in any easy way. Um, I, I know a lot of people were up in arms about a uh, Metroid emulation the other week, but uh, it feels like the only way to get my hands on like some of the older ones. So yeah, I yeah. It, it's it's a tricky thing with their old games, uh, but I'd also say like if you if you can try out those Metroid Prime games, I I will absolutely try to get the Metroid. If Prime you games. like just like scanning stuff and finding out more about everything that you're looking at. Which I do, as it turns out. I love it. No, yeah. it's my favorite thing to do. It's great. I just love that you can just scan everything. Like a corpse of a dead guy, like an enemy, to answer your monster log and stuff. Um, yeah, I, for my final thoughts, yeah, I, I obviously think very highly of it. For me, this is... I don't want to say it's like the culmination of, uh, of the Metro games, because I don't think you can culminate on something that hasn't had a new entry in 17 years or whatever. Um, but I think this is like a wonderful return to form love letter and evolution all at the same time and to do that is such a feat uh that i'm quite impressed uh especially as such a long-term fan and a fan of all the different shapes and sizes that metroid has taken like from prime to super to fusion um even other m to some extent and samus returns so like kind of all these little bits of it coming together in this game to be like one of the best playing video games I've ever played in my life is it's it's a great it's a great video game 60 bucks it's worth it thumbs up pick it up um just for uh folks out there at home Moises where can folks follow you find out more of what you're doing uh you can find me on twitter at platano ranger p-l-a-t-a-n-o ranger ranger um, yeah Platin. you can see you can see my work at whatever site pays me to write for them at the time the platinum that's ranger the, that's what you are yeah right? the, the platinum ranger yeah. platano ranger um yeah, yeah check out uh, you're on waypoint podcast go listen to that you were on the uh life is strange true colors spoiler cast uh with uh mutual friend uh was that for waypoint or yeah that was for waypoint i didn't know if that was for waypoint or fanbite yeah no, um, Natalie has just been on all of the Life yeah Natalie Strange spoiler casts. Yeah, she's she's got a brand and she's repping it. I, I very much respect it. I love that for her. Yeah, uh, and Life yeah. is Strange is great. I have to I have to finish True Colors, but yeah. Um, thanks for, thanks for joining me, Moises. You're the best. 
I love talking to Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you again. Um, you can follow me at Alfighter27, all the usual spots. Uh, right now, a lot of stuff is in flux, but uh, streams uh, all this month in October, we're donating to uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma uh, Society. Uh, so go check out all of our Wednesday group streams on Sunday, uh, which would be like October 24th, I think. I don't know if this will be out before then, but I am doing an all a full playthrough House of Ashes stream with Jacob Bryant, um, and it's going to be super spooky, and we're going to raise money for charity, and it'll be fun. Uh, so so hang out, but that's that's really it. Check out the other review discussions. We got one for Deathloop. We've got um, I forgot the other one, but we've also got new Nintendo Land and a bunch of other Metroid conversations happening. So thanks for joining me, Moises. Thanks for watching, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye.